Welcome to the Sports Field Management Podcast. I'm your host, John Kamita, Associate Publisher and Editorial Brand Director of Sports Field Management Magazine. This edition of the Sports Field Management Podcast is an excerpt from my interview with new STMA President Nick McKenna, CSFM, Athletic Field Maintenance Manager at Texas A&M University. We join the interview with President McKenna discussing the benefits of STMA's Certified Sports Field Manager designation. You know, so I, I think it's a, to me, it's a very important program to our association. Um, I think in just helping to establish, you know, we're always trying to enhance and establish our image as professionals in our industry. Mm-hmm. As we want to be the experts, we want to be recognized as professionals. Um, and I think that CSFM designation is a way to help steer that and guide that. Now, obviously it's a, it's a relatively young program still. And, and I think there's still a lot of work we can do as far as garnering the recognition um, within our industry. Well, not necessarily the industry, but with our employers. Um, But to me, it's, you know, I look at it as I had that example set for me by Mike Andreessen. And so you know, we have to set that example. If we want it to become part of our industry and kind of a standard where as jobs become open, where we can get employers to say either CSFM preferred or CSFM required mm-hmm. um, is ideally where we'd love to end up. Um, we have to start, you know, establishing that base designation where it becomes respected and recognized across industries industries that okay these guys are the best these these guys and these men and women are the best of the best Mm -hmm. Um, you know that's what we need and and i think as we see um you know you've got certified athletic trainers you've got certified strength and conditioning coaches so to me it's a natural tie-in um now you know when i i knew when i got mine when i tested i said you know the likelihood of me me reaping the full benefit of this designation, I don't know that I'll ever see it. But if me getting my CSFM can help my college student worker mm-hmm. five or ten years from now, that's why it was important to me is to help kind of establish that baseline, set that precedence, and build that image of, um, you know, this is – this is what we should be striving for. Every field in America should have a certified sports field manager overseeing it. Um, you know, that would be my hope and goal. Okay. And granted, I mean, for some people that's not, you know, that's not where they want to go. And I'm not saying if you don't have it, you know, I don't want to discount that because I know hundreds of guys that are, equally or more skilled as, as field managers than me who don't have it and they have no desire or see the need for it. Um, mm-hmm. But I think as an association, it's an important program. What's the lasting impact that this year's had on STMA, on the industry, and how do you move forward to approach 2021? Yeah, so, you know, I, I think we're going to see a lingering effect from this year. You know, I think 2020 is going to carry into 2021 and, you know, it might take two to, I mean, we could, worst case, we could be looking at five years before we kind of get back to a true semblance of normal. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, I talked about, you know, where I try not to look at challenges as challenges. I look at challenges as opportunities. Mm-hmm. And I, I look at kind of how we, as an association, how we pivoted and what we were able to come together and do and the ways we found found things that we could assist our members with, whether that was, you know, the letter of support saying, you know, sports field managers should be considered essential personnel or the, mm-hmm. the route to recovery task force and the guides that we put out and the, the, the town halls. And, um, you know, I, I sit there and I'm looking, I'm like, wow, like as much of a challenge as this was, like we turned it into an opportunity to, to come up with new ways to connect with our members, to bring new value to them, to mm-hmm. um, further evolve our association. And I hope those are things that we continue down the line is that, um, you know, Jimmy and I have had this conversation to that, you know, what, what a unique opportunity to, you know, really evaluate what we are as an association and what we want to be and where we go from here. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, this year is this year amongst, any other year is provided as an opportunity to really look at underneath a telescope kind of how we serve our members um, and, and what we're doing for them. And, um, you know, it, it, it prevents an opportunity for us to really, the sky's kind of the limit now. Um, mm-hmm. we, we can make it become what we want. And I think, you know, as an association, that's what I look at, at 2021 is let's, let's figure out how we continue this momentum that we've been able to turn, turn this uh, pandemic into, um, into something positive and, and see if we can keep carrying it forward and moving it forward. No, mm-hmm. that's while recognizing there's going to be, there have been challenges and there will continue to be challenges um, for us as an association, for our members as individuals. Um, you know, and I think my, my message to the membership um, is, you know, I think as, professionals, we always have prided ourselves in our ability to be adaptable. And, uh, you know, that's one of the greatest strengths I think across our membership is and as sports field, member, sports field managers is, is how adaptable and versatile our members are. Like you throw 90 different things at them and our people just, they respond and they find a way to succeed. Like and they find a path through it. And I think, I think that's going to show itself, you know, in the years to come is that regardless of where we're at now, regardless of what's happened to us as individuals, as an industry, as an association, our membership and the strength that they like, we're going to adapt and we will move forward and we will survive and we will become stronger. Um, and we'll find ways to make this, um, you know, we might look back and say 2020 was the year that STMA took the next step. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, towards enhancing our professional image, towards having safe playing surfaces for all athletes. Um, you know, you look at what's happening with the NFL Players Association and kind of, you know, the statements they're making about, you know, we should be playing on natural grass. And, mm-hmm. you know, that that's exciting um, because to me that opens the conversation of not necessarily the natural grass versus the synthetic field argument, but the argument of, regardless of the playing surface, you need a trained professional there to maintain it and make sure that that field is safe for every athlete, whether that's at the NFL level, the collegiate level, all the way down to the, the parks and recs and K through 12. Um, you know, so there's so many, I think 
opportunities that are going to come from this if we can see through kind of the fog that is COVID-19. Mm-hmm. So, but, but I, I know, I, I think I'm confident in that our association and our members will come through this stronger than ever. Um, and I think we do that by working together, working collaboratively like we've done throughout this past year and, and as an association. And, you know, I hope that as they have needs like they've done throughout this year, I hope they, they feel free to reach out to us, whether that's me or a fellow board member or um, Kim and, and, and her staff at, at headquarters. Um, we, we can't fix problems we don't know about. So um, I hope, hope they are willing to reach out to us and say, hey, here's where we need help. Um, you know, especially I think the next couple of years, our chapters are going to become even more important to us mm-hmm. just because of, um, you know, the current environment across the country. And um, so, you know, I think there's a lot of potential there in all of our areas just to, to find ways to continue to improve and get better. Well, you touched, you touched on a lot of the positive things that STMA has done this year. So I won't rehash that part, but, um, um, you know, and maybe, maybe this is a little bit covered already in what you talked about, but, um, obviously the bio that we had for you from STMA was written before 2020 and, but your, your mission statement there was, you know, promote, promote the position as experts in the field, partners in the game, develop the next generation of sports field managers. I assume that vision pretty much remains the same through these challenges. Yeah. And I mean, that's, you know, I think I wrote that vision <laughs> with minor, I think I wrote it, wrote it when I first went up for, for election on the board five years ago. Um, and I really only minorly tweaked it yeah. through the years. But um, to me, those, those have always kind of been my top, top kind of priorities for me personally. And, mm-hmm. and I think they, they carry over to our association. Um, still to this day, and, and I think they always will. Um, is that the base, at the, at the root of it, our association is here for our members. So um, I think our role is to help help them, however that is. Um, you know, to me, I think. You know, I, I talked about the CSFM program still being fairly young, even though it's twenty years old plus. I think twenty plus years old now, um, but. You know, there's still a lot of legwork we need to do as as far as our professional image and how we're viewed. So, um, so we're not still viewed as the the Carl Spacklers from Caddyshack or the groundskeeper Willie from The Simpsons. Like, there is recognizing how much goes into what a sports field manager does and the, mm-hmm. the science and the biology and the the math and the chemistry. And I mean, we have to be so diverse in our, our skill set and knowledge that, um, you know, I, I think there's the general public does not realize that. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a lot of work still that, that I think can be done and hope that gets done, um, whether that's, you know, this year or 10 years from now. Um, you know, I always try and think big picture long term down the road. But, um, yeah, so that, there's that. And then, yeah, I'm never going to focus a ways. Like I said, with my role at a, a college and university, specifically one that has an agronomic background, that has a turf grass program, um, my, I'm always going to have a focus in the teaching side and developing the next generation. Um, and I think, uh, you know, we as, as field managers, 
you look across the industry, that's one of the things you hear is, is one of the major problems is we're starting to see labor shortages and mm-hmm. turf grass. You talk to turf grass programs, our numbers are, have been down and how do we recruit new kids? How do we find workers to fill these jobs that we have? And, um, you know, so there's that advocacy and outreach aspect that I think we, we need to do and figure out where do we go? How do we keep getting people involved in our industry so that we can continue, continue to develop these well, well-trained, um, sports field managers, um, you know, so that, and then, yeah, like I said, that, that mission's always going to hold. And then obviously I think there's going to be other aspects of it that I'm going to have to, we have to continue and and look at other avenues beyond that. And that's what I rely a lot on my fellow board members too. Mm -hmm. Um, it's cause it's not my vision. I don't, you know, I just happen to be the person that they put at the rudder for the year. Um, we, we, as a team, as a, as a board are charged with kind of steering, Mm -hmm. um, the association and where our priorities would be. And so, you know, there's 12 other amazing professionals that I get to work with on that. And, uh, you know, I'm going to rely on them to help me know what our priorities need to be. And, and, you know, my job is just to orchestrate the, the symphony, I guess. So, mm-hmm. um, is there, a, is there a specific, uh, goal of yours though over the next year anything specific that you're hoping to accomplish or kind of you know lead lead the charge on as president so so the big thing for me i think and this was one of your questions that i was like man that's probably that might be the toughest one day and i thought about it you know to me i think the the top priority for us has to be um we basically this last year was kind of the tail end of our our strategic plan that we had built and as a board we being unable to meet in person this, this past year has presented all sorts of, uh, you know, unique challenges and, and that's really limited our ability to do any kind of strategic planning um, for the association. So, um, you know, we developed kind of a, just a, a band-aid bridge year program of things we added on to the previous strategic plan. So I think that's going to be one of the biggest and most important things we do here um, during my year. Um, as as president is is we'll have to sit down and we'll have a a major strategic plan session and and we'll develop our our vision and our goal for where the association goes for the next two to three years mm-hmm. um, you know how we and what what our priorities are going to be and how we go about getting there so to me that's going to be the top goal is is really setting that focus on what are our priorities and and where do we go from here? Mm-hmm. So that that's going to be, I think, the biggest one. Okay. Um, and you mentioned some of the other challenges that that sports field managers are facing. You know, whether it's labor or just the amount of or lack of of new people getting into the industry, but. Um, you know, what would you say other than COVID related issues, what would you say are the, the biggest issues facing the industry overall and, and how SCMA can help field managers address that? Oh, I'm trying to think here. So, I mean, the big one that has always jumped out me, jumped out to me is the, the labor mm-hmm. one, um, the, the lack of students in our turf grass programs and, and how do we, how do we find the next generation of, mm-hmm. of 
of turf grass managers. And I think X, STMA, we've already kind of started. We, we have this conversation. It seems like we've been having the conversation for, for a year or two now, even before COVID-19, that we knew this was coming down the road. Um, so we've kind of already started some intermediate work and trying to figure out, you know, how do we, how do we help fix this? Mm -hmm. Um, so I, I think there's some things we're going to be able to hopefully do with uh, our turf grass curriculum that, that we have established and, and what we do with that. And, uh, we're looking at developing, a you know, some new sports turf specialist or apprentice type programs that will hopefully draw some young, young people in or at least expose some young people mm -hmm. to the potential of the industry. Um, you know, we've got a, a learning initiatives committee now, which uh, Jimmy started that here in the last probably five or six months. I'm trying to remember how long we've had that going, but um, that's one I, I fully intend that we continue just to further explore um, how we address, you know, getting more people to our industry. Um, the other big problems, I, I, I kind of drew a blank on this one as far as yeah, no I think there's plenty of things. I think there's, you know, you go up in the less in the Northeast, there's legislative issues with pesticide bans. And, mm -hmm. um, you know, I think we do what we can for an association, our size, we have, you know, that's a challenge to us is, you know, having the ability to do lobbying and stuff like that. So we have to partner. I think the partnerships we develop with a lot of our peer organizations have in the past and will continue to be important to us as we address legislative issues and water issues and um, you know pesticide stuff. So we'll continue to collaborate, I think, across organizations and and try and best approach those. And, and I think we do that as an association. Um, you know, we're developing, we've got our BMP project that as an association we're developing, try and give our our states and chapters and, and members a resource that they can utilize to help combat some of that themselves. Um, you know, and then I think, you know, you say outside of COVID, it, it, I don't think you can totally ignore that. I think there's going to be lasting implications and whether that's, um, you know, how we continue to outreach and educate our members. Um, you know, we have to continue to find ways to help them be successful and, and those will continue to evolve, I think, beyond just this past year. Um, so, We hope you've enjoyed this edition of the Sportsfield Management Podcast. Please be sure to check out the profile article of President McKenna in the February issue of Sportsfield Management Magazine. And visit sportsfieldmanagementonline.com for additional podcasts, articles, industry news, and more.